All right, all right. Welcome to the Strong Side Podcast. My name's Mitchell Black, and I am your host today. I'm rolling solo. I think I went solo last week. I'm rolling solo again this week. We got some amazing guests coming up in the next few weeks, but today I wanted to spend some time talk to you about nutrition. All right, I want to give you three easy steps so you can get a lot. You know, I don't want to say better, but definitely make it easier for you in nutrition. All right. I'm going to talk to you about the things that really can make it simple, really can make the greatest impact and really have a lot of productivity where you can do one thing and get the benefit of a lot of things. All right. Now, before I dive into this, if you could do me a huge favor, please on Apple Music, Spotify, whatever, just scroll down and give us a five star would really appreciate it. All right. All you got to do is give it a five star. Hey, and if you like this podcast, share it with a friend, give us some feedback. What are like some topics that you would like to hear going in the future? All right. But here's what I want to do today. I want to talk to you about three steps for better nutrition. All right. And in those three steps, my goal is to make it easy for you. All right. So here's what would make it really challenging or here's what would make nutrition really challenging is every Sunday night, you think you're going to change your whole life on Monday. That's pretty stinking ridiculous. Uh, you know, we've all seen that, whether it's you're going to stop smoking cigarettes or you're going to eat better nutrition or I'm going to hit the gym eight times this week. That is a lot of pressure. Most people are not going to respond really well to massive lifestyle changes in a very short amount of time. What we want is consistent progress. What we want is small things that we can do to get a little bit better at, consistently win at, and then grow the entire time, all right? That's what we're going to try to do. And then you also got to look at the things and say, okay, what would have the most benefit to me? What would have the most benefit to you is not doing 10 workouts in a week or throwing all the junk out of your refrigerator and starting your whole life over. It would be, okay, what do I need to do? I need to have three good workouts this week. I need to eat five really good lunches this week. How do you start with really small steps so you can consistently build progress and grow up from there, all right? So I wanna to talk to you about taking adequate amounts of protein, snacking options, and late night treats. Those are our three things that we're gonna talk about today, all right? Number one, I wanna to talk to you about adequate protein intake. So the, that's a macronutrient. Okay. A macronutrient is something that has calories in it that fuels your body. A micronutrient would be things like vitamins and minerals. All right. That's all I need to know. So we hear a lot about protein and everybody's like high protein, low carb and like, you know, okay, look, here's the deal is that you need to do one thing that impacts many things. And like I said, massive lifestyle change is not going to help you. It's really challenging for somebody that's 50, 60, 70 pounds overweight, or even 15 pounds overweight to say, hey, I'm going hardcore keto. Or uh, starting tomorrow, I'm gonna go to the grocery store, I'm gonna meal prep everything, I'm gonna put everything in little containers and heat it up. And like, I don't know, there's just a lot. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. I'm just saying like, what's step one, right? Okay, so the first thing you need to do is focus on getting a good amount of protein. The cool thing about protein is it's hard to gain weight eating protein. I've never met, I've never met anybody that said, dude, I don't know what's going on. I am gaining so much weight by eating all these chicken breasts. That never happens. Nobody gains 50 pounds off eating salmon, okay? It's easy to, to measure protein because you know that nobody's gonna balloon up on eating protein. And protein is used a lot throughout your body, 
right? You can get fat on carbohydrates. You can get fat on taking in too much fat, okay? But it is extremely challenging to gain fat mass by eating too much protein. Now, protein also has calories in it. So you need calories to live, all right? So if we boil this thing down and you say, all right, look, if I don't eat, I'm going to die. So I need calories to help me survive. Where should I get these calories from? I'm not saying you should eat all protein. What I'm going to do is give you a tool and give you a goal and a thing to think about to help you stay on track with your nutrition. So how much protein should you eat? Okay. If you were going to pick a number, I just want you to start being aware of what you're eating. What I don't want you to do is take all your calories and break them into percentages and try to, you know, meal prep 35 meals a week. No, no. What is the first thing that you can do? Take your protein and then look at your body weight. Okay. The goal is to eat one gram of protein per pound of desired, desired body mass. All right. So what I mean by that is let's say, let's make math easy. You weigh 200 pounds and you would like to weigh 170 pounds. Well, that then your goal is to eat 170 grams of protein in an entire day. Meaning that throughout the five or six times you eat here, let's look at my, let's look at this calculator real quick. Cause I didn't go to math school. All right. So let's say you, let's say you weigh 200, you want to weigh 170. So 170 grams or 170 divided by, let's say you eat five times a day. That's 34 grams of protein in every meal. I know that sounds like a lot. It only sounds like a lot if you don't eat a lot of protein. People who eat a lot of protein know that it's a lot, but it's not unmanageable. So you, you want to look at that desired body mass. And that goes both ways. If, uh, if you weigh 200 and you're trying to be a NFL linebacker and you want to weigh 220, looks like you're eating 220 grams of protein. Bodybuilders will go all the way up to two grams of protein per pound of body mass. But I would start with that. You need to be aware right? Like you need to look at a food label and understand what that means. You flip over a, a whatever, make something up and you need to, you need to know that, okay, do I have the right information? How many grams of carbs, fat, protein? Is there a bunch of chemicals in this thing? What am I, what am I e even eating? I think that's a really good start is how can I be aware of my nutrition? What is the first thing I need to do? What does all this food label stuff mean? Well, if you're going to be aware, you have to be conscious of what you're doing. It's like saying that you want to work out, but you're not aware of how often you work out. So you think you're working out all the time. And then you look back and you worked out two times. Like, uh, like I got a, I got a Peloton and I, I love riding that thing. I mean, I do most of my fitness here at Strongside, but I love throwing in some Peloton rides. And every week and every month, actually, I know for sure every month, it'll send me an email and it's got the whole calendar and it's got all these little like purple circles over the days that I, I rode the Peloton. And you, you, you end the month and you're like, I killed it. I rode that thing all the time. And then you get the email and you're like, bro, there's five purple circles on here. You didn't do anything. And so step one is being aware. So how am I going to be aware? I would look at your protein and I would say, all right, am I actually eating enough? Am I eating enough fuel? Am I having enough protein to even see success? So I want you to try to eat one gram of protein of desired body mass. Within reason, please don't say, oh, I want to weigh what I weighed in high school. That was 105 pounds. No, you're like a real human now. All right. So whatever you would like to weigh, one gram of protein, then you divide that into however many times you're going to eat throughout the day, five, six, whatever, and try to get that amount in every meal. All right. That's number one. Number one or number two is snacking. 
So here's the thing. Snacking, I think, is is a overemphasized term. I think we should just eat. I mean, like every time you're going to eat, you should just kind of view it as a meal and you're just going to eat when you eat. Um, I think breaking it into snacks, it, it, it does a bad job of communicating what you should eat. A lot of times snack is, is uh, geared towards like snack food or junk food. Um, very rarely do people uh, look at healthy food as snack. I think that's like per meal, you know, like, like I love eating breakfast type food and, and, and all, I can eat breakfast food all day and people look at me and go, Oh man, you're, you're eating pancakes for dinner. That's, that's breakfast food. Like, like I'm wrong. Like, like, like it's not allowed to happen. It's just eating, dude. It's just pancakes. It's just eggs. It's whatever. It's like when you look at somebody and you tell them and you're, they're, you're blown away that they're tired. You ever do that? You know, it'll be two o'clock in the afternoon and you just look at somebody and say, I'm tired. And they look at you and they go, what? You're tired because it's not bedtime. And you're like, bro, yeah, I'm just, I'm tired. Sorry, I'm wrong. Oh, my bad. It's, it's just food, right? So if you look at snacking and all you think about it is it's got to be something bad, it's probably not going to turn out to be something good. And when I remember when I was little, I was like, I was like six, seven, maybe I was eight. I don't know, somewhere in that range. I went to the doctor and most of you guys know, you know, I, I weigh less now than when I was 13. I was five, five and I was 200 pounds. And second grade is when I started adding a lot of weight. And I remember going right before second grade, I remember going to the doctor and the doctor said, hey, he's projected to gain a lot of weight. He was like talking to my mom, but I was in the room. And uh, he said he needs to have three meals a day and two snacks. But then, and I remember this, it always stuck with me. He, he pulled up two bags of chips and he said, these are my snacks. He was giving an example of what he eats throughout the day. He said, I eat three meals and pull, holds up two bags of chips. And he said, these are my snacks. And I eat them in between patients. And I was like seven thinking, uh, no, that's not definitely not what you're supposed to do. So it, it, that's not like a hate on doctors. I'm saying like, what does that mean? Snack food is not associated with good food. It, I'm going to eat a snack. Oh, that's got to be quick. A snack has to be something in a package that I can open. Um, a snack means fast. A snack means carbs, right? Like just eat, dude. Just eat, all right? Now going back to that protein thing, protein is really, really important. Protein's so important that it's used in every cell in your body. Your mitochondria in your cell, which fuel you and give you energy, they use protein. Your body goes through this thing called protein synthesis where it starts rebuilding muscle tissue. Most of you guys have a goal or at least a want to of being able to change your body. We might define it different. A male might say he wants to get larger. A female might say they want to get toned, but toned just means lose fat mass and add a little bit of muscle mass. Women freak out all the time because they think they don't want to add muscle. But if you want to see something that you can't see right now, that means it has to get bigger. So you have to be able to see it. It's not like you have this massive bodybuilder body under fat mass. No, you have to add muscle mass and take away fat mass to get toned or to gain muscle or to get leaner or whatever. So your, your protein is going to be used to do that. So you're going to need adequate amounts of protein to do that. Protein also helps keep you full. So it, it's not just about calories. We talk a lot about that on the show that if you could just eat less and exercise more, I wouldn't have a job. 
If it was just about burning a whole bunch and eating very little, you're oversimplifying the equation. Why do you hire trainers? That's not, that's not why. But we do need to do a really good job of maintaining your hunger and doing eating things that won't have you drop. So if you get a blood sugar drop, what happens? You, you get hangry. That's where that comes from. It means that you're basically getting rid of all willpower that you ever thought you had because you're so hungry that your hormones are overtaking the situation. But you, you ate before. Why are you hungry now? It means that you don't have anything to keep your blood sugar sustained. And when the blood sugar drops is when you start going, oh my, I need some food, right? So how can we do things or what can we eat to help keep the blood sugar up and sustain your blood sugar? That's what we're trying to do, all right? So number two, when we talk about snacking, I'm going to give you a goal, all right? We talked in the very, very beginning of this is that I don't want to do anything to overstress you. I want to give you things that you can constantly win at. So goal number one was to eat one gram of protein per pound of, of desired body mass. Goal number two, Every time you eat, I want you to eat 15 grams of protein every single time. So that sounds easy. And you're like, oh man, yeah, I got that 15 grams of protein until you realize that you want some Cheez-Its. Mm. I didn't say you couldn't have the Cheez-Its. Nowhere in there did I say that you can't have Cheez-Its. All I said was you have to have 15 grams of protein. Cheez-Its have one. So where are you going to get 15, 14 more grams of protein. And don't be a cheater and say, I'm going to eat 15 servings of Cheez-Its. No, it's not what we're trying to do. I'm saying that you got to go get another source of protein. So if you're going to have Cheez-Its, you got to go get you some jerky. You got to get some lean protein. You got to find something that is primarily protein and get it from that. You want slices of ham, you want slices of turkey. That's protein sources. Peanut butter is not a protein source. Peanut butter is a very large fat source that just happens to have some protein in it. You want things that are primarily protein. When you start thinking like that, you'll start training your brain. You'll start setting yourself up for better and faster success because you'll start realizing how full you are. Your need to eat will start going down. Your blood sugar drops will start going away. And if you can think every time that I eat, every single time that I put something in my mouth, I'm not snacking, I'm just eating. And because of that, I have to have 15 grams of protein every single time. Dude, you're going to set yourself up for really good success. You're going to start training your brain to start looking for good things. Because I didn't take anything away. You see what I'm doing here? I'm, I'm making sure that everything you do, you can win at. You want ice cream? Eat it. Eat ice cream go find 15 grams of protein, ice cream and beef jerky. Mmm, that sounds delicious, right? So, and I'm not, I'm obviously not encouraging you to go have ice cream. What I'm saying is you need to set yourself up to have success when you're starting a diet program. And if you start the diet program by taking everything away, it's not going to go well. It's, and even if you're, you're not even new to dieting, even if you're just like, I need a restart, you know, whatever the thing is, you can't just start subtracting, subtracting, subtracting. That's so much stress. What are you going to do? What is the one thing you're going to win at today? Look, you cannot go get a handful of whatever as your snack. You cannot open some crackers unless you're going to have 15 grams of protein in addition to it every single time. You start doing that for a couple weeks and you are just going to train your brain to start looking for good stuff. Promise. All right. Now let's move on to topic number three, late night snacking 
and eating at dinner. All right. So 94% of people under eat. All right. And I'll say that again, 94% of people under eat. I don't meet with people that can't lose weight because they're eating too many cheeseburgers. That does not happen. I'm not saying everybody makes good choices. What I'm saying is I think we all, no, nobody associates McDonald's with making them thin. We all know, right? It's at, at some level, it's the decisions you're making. Okay. But most people are under eating, meaning they're not eating enough. All right. So that becomes really interesting when you talk, start looking at weight loss because then you have to say, well, what are they eating? If they're not eating enough, then what are they eating? Okay. If you eat a whole bunch of food, even if you're under eating, you're just, and then go directly to sleep, you're just going to store it. So your body has to be using it a lot. It, I mean, I know there's some controversial science to that out there and stuff, but look, I've been around a minute. And if you eat a whole bunch of pasta and go straight to sleep, you're going to get fat. That's just how it works, all right? So I don't need any research to show me that. You start eating a bunch of carbs before you go to sleep, it just kind of works that way. And typically what happens is people sit down for a normal dinner around a normal time, you know, the good old 1950s, 5 o'clock, whatever, and you eat dinner, and then everything's cool, and you're not really hungry. You just need that late-night snack. You just need, mm, I, I legit, so I went, and, I went and swam this morning, and when I got done with the swim, I went to the gas station, and I got a coffee, and this dude, he was talking to another guy there in front of the donut, the breakfast donut rack, and he looks at him, and he's like, I got to get my sugar fix. I was like, dang, dude, sugar fix. Never heard that before. So I'm going to use it now, sugar fix. You got uh, to get your sugar fix at night, right? And uh, so when, when we look at that, we say, okay, I don't just want to take everything away. That's really challenging with a lot of stress to be like, okay, well, you can't have this and cut out your dessert and whatever. Here, here's goal number three. Whatever you're going to eat, eat it at the dinner table. How about that? What if we could say, look, I didn't take anything away. Goal number two, I said eat 15 grams of protein every time you eat. I did not say that you cannot have Cheez-Its. I did not say you can't have a Pop-Tart. I just said that in addition to that, you are going to have to go find an additional 15 grams of protein in some other lean source of protein every single time, which means you're going to go to the grocery store. You're going to start looking for more snacks. You're going to start looking for more healthy options. You're going to bring good things into your diet because I didn't take anything away. Goal number three is that when you're looking at that late night snacking, you want ice cream. I got to have a dessert. I got it. Great. I got to have my, my chips, whatever. Cool. Eat it at the dinner table. So instead of having dinner at seven and then at nine, 10 o'clock at night, you go get that bowl of ice cream. I'm not taking the bowl of ice cream away from you. Eat it at the dinner table. And that's it. Whenever that dinner is eight o'clock, whatever. I'm saying there's no extra eating after dinner because you're just going to pump up all your blood sugar and go directly to sleep. You're probably going to wake up between one and three in the morning to go to the bathroom. You're probably going to start stress peeing. You're going to start tossing and turning. You're not going to sleep through the night. You're going to feel terrible. Like you're going to wake up starving. You, it should not be a hard, crazy deal to think about missing a meal. If the thought of missing a meal drives you insane, your metabolism is probably broken. I'm not saying that you should skip all these meals, but your body should be able to miss a meal without freaking out, all right? So I'm going to recap these three goals for you. Goal number one, eat protein because it's a big macronutrient that we can control, focus on, and if you just focus on it, then a lot of good things are going to happen. Try to eat one gram of protein 
per desired pound of body mass throughout the day. So if you weigh 100, if you want to weigh 100 pounds and you're eating five times a day, you need 20 grams of protein every time you eat. Goal number two, avoid snacking. Snacking is a bad word. It's not associated with anything good. So don't snack. Just eat. When you eat, just eat. They're just meals, right? But in that snack, if you're going to have whatever, it's got to have at least 15 grams of protein. I'm not taking anything away from you. I'm just giving you some guidelines. And then goal number three is avoid the late night treats. So whatever you're going to eat at night, put that stuff in your dinner and say, look, this is what I'm eating right now. I can't eat after this. So I'm just going to eat this. You might have some gorge moments. You might hop off the train for a minute. That's okay. But you cannot eat anything after that last meal. Not take anything away from me. I'm just controlling when you eat it. If you can focus on those three things, like we talked about in the beginning of the podcast, you're going to be doing a few things that get you the benefits of a lot of things. And rather than overstressing yourself and starting a new diet or exercise program by weighing and measuring and six-week challenge and go nuts and change your whole life on Monday, what's the one thing that you can do to win at every day? That way, this is your last first time. That's what we're trying to do. And after you accomplish these three, we'll give you another one. And then another one and another one. You just build up from there. All right. So I hope these three, uh, these three things helped you. We're going to get rock and rolling the rest of the day here at strong side. Got some amazing guests coming in. Uh, next week we're going to have, uh, another strong side member, Christian Blackstock. He's going to be on. We're going to have Becky Brown on later this month. She's actually the first guest that we've ever had repeat in the show because the popularity was so high that everybody was like, bring her back bring her back. So we're bringing her back at the end of the month. And uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Check us out on, uh, on Apple Music, Spotify, whatever. Give us a five star and let's just rock and roll team. <laughs>